Coming to you with another prophetic parable. Pay close attention. There was a large house filled with a large family of Jews. There were fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, sons, and daughters. In this house with the family was a large group of dogs, one of every breed. Amongst all these dogs was a certain pit bull. Every time the family would take the dogs to the dog park to exercise them, the neighbors would complain about the pit bull. Not that the pit bull did anything wrong. It just had a bad reputation. To appease their neighbors, the family stopped taking the pit bull to the dog park. So they had to start exercising the pit bull separately. This became very burdensome on the family because they had more important things to do. They soon began discussing amongst themselves that they should just get rid of the pit bull altogether because he was starting to become a problem. The night before they were to get rid of the pit bull, a burglar came. Not just any burglar, a real-life monster. He didn't just want to burglarize the house. He wanted to pillage, plunder, rape, murder, and torture everything and everyone in it. He didn't even try to sneak in. He shattered the sliding glass door and walked into the house. He wanted everyone living there to know that he was coming for them. In his right hand, he held a gun. In his left hand, he held a 12-inch K-bar knife. All the little dogs in the house ran off into the corner, barking up a storm. The Jewish family remained in hiding upstairs out of fear. Then a German shepherd came to challenge the burglar. He ran at the burglar, barking and growling and snarling. The burglar laughed and delivered a vicious kick to the dog, which made it whimper and run off into the corner with the rest of the dogs. The next dog that challenged the burglar was a Doberman Pinscher. He charged at the burglar, barking and growling. The burglar laughed and swung his knife at the dog, nicking it on the nose, making the dog whimper and run off into the corner with the rest of the dogs. Then the Rottweiler came to challenge the intruder. He ran at the burglar, barking, growling, and snarling. The burglar laughed and discharged his firearm into the air, scaring the Rottweiler with a loud noise. He whimpered and ran off into the corner with the other dogs. Then the pit bull came to challenge the intruder. The burglar stopped laughing when he saw him, for he knew of the pit bull's ferocious reputation. The pit bull didn't run at the burglar, for he wasn't anxious to jump into death's arms. He knew he was dead as soon as he saw the burglar. But he said, if I die, you're going to die with me. He didn't bark or growl, for he knew that was just noise. The burglar lifted his gun and shot the pit bull three times in rapid succession. The pit bull sped up, and the burglar shot him again. The pit bull lunged and lashed onto his gun arm. The pit bull knew that no matter how big someone is, when you put them on their back, they're not that big anymore. The burglar plunged his 12-inch K-bar knife into the pit bull's side, twisting his wrist, inflicting as much damage as possible. The pit bull knew it was a fatal wound and that he had little time left. He brought the burglar to the ground and ripped his throat out, killing him instantly, drenching himself in the burglar's blood. He knew he was dying, so he limped outside, cutting his paws on the broken glass of the sliding glass door. 
leaving a trail of his own blood. He laid down in the grass, looked up at the moon and the stars one last time, took his last breath, and died. The Jewish family upstairs, hearing the silence that descended upon the house, crept downstairs to see what happened. They saw the body of the burglar lying there dead. They followed the trail of blood outside, through the broken glass, and came upon the dead pit bull in the grass. Then they perceived what happened, and their eyes were opened. And it was as if they saw the pit bull for the first time. They mourned over the pit bull as one mourns for an only son. They grieved for him as one grieves for a firstborn. If you have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying. Now I'm going to read to you out of the book of Zechariah. It is an Old Testament prophet. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. And it says, And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one whom they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child, and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. If you have ears to hear, hear.